0: Denpaman. Look at how strong the phrase Denfamin is. How can you not just get lost saying it? Thanks for the, <laughs> the strategic hold open there.
1: <laughs> oh, lordy. Listen, Fire Emblem comes out. We got some Soul caliber. Gonna make fun of Dark Souls. Denpaman! Don't make fun of Dark Souls.
0: Leave Dark Souls alone!
1: Dark Souls starts by making fun of you. <laughs> if you attack that guy, yeah. Good. Levels will be better this week. How embarrassing.
0: Dickhole. My headphones. That guy is a dickhole. Um, a, because how much of a douche he is if you fight him, and he's just like, you know. How embarrassing and all. And also just in how fucking hopeless he is, it's so annoying. Yeah. Like, whenever you talk to him when he doesn't have a specific tip, like, oh, hey, you rang that bell? Well, the other bell is over here. Or, oh, hey, did you see this newcomer at the Firelink Shrine? Like, whenever he doesn't have anything like that to say to you, he's just like, "Uh... Sure is shitty, just waiting to die around here. You can pull up a seat if you'd like to wait with me.
1: That's pretty much Dark Souls. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. Like, I I think... I mean, not (laughs) every... Like, it seems like there's kind of, like, three people, or, like, three ways to go after you first play Dark Souls. You either be, like, a normal person, and you kind of just keep playing Dark Souls like it was a video game. You're a person like me, who is like, I guess I'm just going to wander around and have that depressing Dark Soul everything sucks experience <laughs> or you become like him and you just stop playing altogether. At which point <laughs> Dark Soul stops happening and things get better.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, you don't... Do you have
0: to like turn it a pin or anything now? What do you mean? I mean, you were on a pretty long streak of not playing Dark Souls and I kind of made you break that.
1: Oh, no. Okay. No, it's more... Um, see, I finished reading a book Okay. That was, like, the first thing, and then I was like, all right, now I need to finish Final Fantasy, which I got up past, I found the rabbit girl town. Okay. So, basically, I could stop playing that now, and I would consider it a victory. I I feel I've beaten that game as much as I wanted to. All those people are kind of assholes. Yeah, but that was, like, also the only scene that made me cry. Like, they're cute, but they're all kind of assholes. What happens it, there
0: specifically? I forget. Um, she gets, like, double excommunicated. I thought she yeah. was already excommunicated.
1: Yeah, no, it was kind of really dumb, but then there was just one thing of, like, oh, shit, my sister. Oh, shit, triple sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe my sister is this chief. <laughs> and then um, and she's like, ah, Yeah, my ears are broken. Can you listen to the woods for me? And she's like, Oh, right. That was, that, that is kind of. That is like the saddest thing that happened. And Vossler got exploded in a black hole of souls.
0: Who's Vossler again?
1: Yeah, that was kind of my thing.
0: No, for real. Who's Vossler again?
1: Vossler was like the dude who was like old army buds with Bosch.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Except
1: then Bosch went to jail and Vossler was a dick.
0: Vossler, I think Vossler was, um, like in the beginning you play as uh Vaughn's big brother who was in the army for like the tutorial bit. Yeah. His name is Rex. And I was like, all right, Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vossler is like that guy's CO. I think. Maybe.
1: No I don't know. Bosch is there too. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Bosch and Vossler were about equals.
0: There's a um there's an optional boss in that area. Did you fight the Moss Dragon?
1: That's optional? Yeah. Oh, because I just picked a direction that I thought I had to go, and I just killed him. I think that's like the last thing I did before I saved.
0: Yeah, I don't think you actually.
1: I think he's optional, but he's pretty cool. Big old moss dragon. Well, I mean, I did defeat some sort of time dinosaur, Tiamat. I don't remember doing that. Really? Yeah.
0: Weird. Is he? Um. Well, what do they call him in that game? No, you the, have the special summons. Is he one of those?
1: No, he's not an esper. Um respers ha- in that game? Yeah. Okay. Um y- it, you have to defeat him because he's the thing that you need to defeat in order to get um Fran's sister back to thing. So you have to have done that.
0: Oh, okay. It's been a really long time since I played that game and never finished yeah. it. I'd like to. Let me know when you're done. Okay. Um Let's start this like it's a podcast. <laughs> like Can I take a moment to aside one more time? Okay, but that's what the whole thing is going to be because this is a guide. And um, I think I never finished that game because I started doing uh, like the the hunting quests, uh, and just got caught up in doing those, and then just got distracted and moved on. So like I spent a whole bunch of that of time like doing side material and hunting monsters because I like to hunt monsters. Yeah, and then by the time something else caught my eye, I just didn't finish
1: the game. Well. <laughs> Like, I did all of those. All of them? All the ones that were available to me, and then I moved on. There'll be more. But, like, I just went back to the thing, and he was like, oh, my God, you have, like, 27 accolades waiting for you with, like, 200 (laughs) guild rewards each. (laughs) And then I was like, whatever. Everybody has iron hammers. Go home. Iron hammers? Yeah, it's one of those. It was, like, the, the highest thing weapon. Hello, hello, and welcome, I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And welcome to Lee Cousillos Podcast Guide in for the week of, I guess it's February 3rd, is that today? Yes. Alright. For the week of February the third. There you go.
0: Dawn of the last day. No. Yes. Tomorrow. Why? Because tomorrow a fucking brave new world awaits us. What's tomorrow? Fire Emblem comes out, you stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. What? How did you forget that already?
1: It's it's the day of the big game. How could I have forgotten? All right, it
0: is the day of the big game. <laughs> I did forget that. I had no idea. I actually I I read a newspaper comic this morning because I was eating cereal um and it only seemed
1: appropriate and one of them was about the big game and I didn't put two and two together. What you doing? Just to keep us we do these, and they always go like an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. And for a guidance where we're just shit-talking all the time. Okay. We, we are like the ancient Iroquois shit-talkers. <laughs> now, and now uh, that the war is over, we don't have like a proper place in society. I see. Yeah. Is that what that movie was about? I guess. The Horse Whisperer? The uh, Beautiful Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Boat? Yeah. that tiger boat? Crouching tiger hidden boats.
0: So, fuck. Uh, <sighs> hey, you guys. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun, but we'd like to talk to you today about something serious here at the Elite Goose Studios podcast. Video games. <laughs> Have you been following the morning me by any chance?
1: Uh, A little bit. I saw two of them. There was, like, the first one, and then there was big power small package, and then there was a two-for-one, but I didn't actually see the other. I just saw the tweet about the post Aww. about it. You should have looked at them. I would have but, like if I'm not actually checking Tumblr it's because I don't have time to like look at Tumblr proper. Just track my morning me tag. Oh dude, you have a tags. Yeah, I tag them. Oh dude, you tag them. Then you can have your me's
0: on your 3DS and then do nothing with them because they're me's and they don't really do anything.
1: Yeah. Not even in the uh, the Mario Kart. Like, on the, the Wii one, they would, like, replace statues and faces on signs in the oh, tracks with, like, random Wiis from your machine. That's but the, so rad. The 3DS one doesn't do that, which is why Mario Kart 7 is still the worst. Well, maybe it's not the worst Mario Kart. It is another Mario Kart, which at this point, not a lot of value to that. It is not as good as the previous Mario Kart. Okay. Because you can't play it with a little wheel kind of definitively
0: um i do like the customization stuff they have for the carts
1: it's cute but i hate the way that they look (laughs) like the parts that i prefer are not the way that it like i would prefer it to look because i'm driving around in like a a cactus zucchini with big red wheels but that's not the game i've been playing man i've been playing some games yeah like i you know we started talking about i've been playing some final fantasy 12 tell me your tales of games Okay, so I played a little Final Fantasy XII first because <laughs> I finished reading a book, and rather than start a new book, I decided to finish Final Fantasy XII,
0: which is a little bit
1: a, a, a bit like reading a book. Exactly, like there's only like one long story I can take at a time. There's manufactured Nethysite. Yep, there was a, a Dawn Shard. There was some Rabbit Girl Village, and that was kind of the best. Uh, that game is a lot like an MMO. Yeah, like <laughs> here's what I did, and here's why. Like. Here's the first thing I did. Tell me about your gambits. I picked this game up, and I was about seven hours in. Uh, and then I spent two days playing and got, like, five more hours in and mm. literally did not progress. Why not? Uh, because I was on the Dreadnought Leviathan. And oh, a, yeah. And an alarm was going off. That place is a butt. Dudes were infinitely spawning. And I set up my gambits such that I literally put the controller down, went to the bathroom, made a cup of tea, checked out Tumblr, Came back, and they were at, like, a 91 chain. Nobody had died. Jesus. And I did this... I went through this cycle about 8 to 15 times.
0: So, like, how super buff are your guys
1: now? I have all of the battle lore on every character. The battle lore is the one that is just, like, a flat, like... Your 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 strength goes up from this. Wow. Everyone knows Cure, Cura, and whatever the bigger cure is. Curaga. Curaga, yeah. Because um, it's weird, because there's Cure is one, and then Cura is, like, everyone a little bit, and then there's a bigger one that is one person a bunch, and then the next one will be everyone a bunch. But that's more than three levels, so I don't know. That's why you got to have, <laughs> that's why the, the Shin
0: Mega Ten prefix suffix system works. Yeah. You got Dia, you got Media. You got Dioran, you got Meteoran.
1: Yep. But this is, uh, like, just that idea of just, like, I'm just going to leave you guys here. Enemies are going to run at you, and you're going to kill them all literally without involvement from me. Yeah. This game's a lot like an MMO. Uh, I like it. I mean, if, like,
0: if you're botting an EverQuest or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, that happens in, like, every MMO. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Um, I actually really like the combat system in that game a lot. No, yeah, me too. I know people complained about it because, whoa, but I really like it so much.
1: Did you see, like, the, the European version, though? What? So, basically, the you know how the license system works? Yeah. Um, oh, right. They got, like, an enhanced license board or something, right? What they got was they got a job system. So, like... What? So, like, you had to pick a class for each character, which I think you could switch whenever you want, but then each class had a specific license board rather than every... Oh, what? Rather than everybody having every license, every license available. Huh. Which, on
0: one hand, I kind of like that because I like job systems, but the actual mechanics of that, fuck that.
1: Well, because it would make it harder. Yeah. Or rather, it would make it more challenging, which would be great, but I really like the the fact that I can just, like, put the controller down and let the game play itself, and then when the battles are over, I can pick it back up and just take in the story. I mean, I I already kind
0: of, when I was playing that game, like, I already kind of put people in class roles. Yeah. Like, I was just like... There are, for one thing, there are a lot of different schools of magic in that game. Yeah. Like, there's black magic and white magic, and then, like, green magic and red magic, I think? Well, uh, no. White, black, green,
1: time.
0: Time. And then and there's, techniques. like... techniques. I think there's another one that's like black magic that's like sorceries or something, though. There's a second offensive school.
1: There's also quickenings and summons? Oh, right. I forgot about the quickening chains. Those are dumb. I don't know. I do like Highlander, so I'll take the reference.
0: Yeah, except it's not like you cut off a dude's head. It's like you fill up your super bar, and then your dude summons, like, a mist tornado, and you have, like, a cutscene that you try your very, very best to keep playing over and over again until you win the fight for bonus experience points.
1: Actually, as far as I can tell, there is no, like, super meter. Like... I thought it worked that way, but I can't find how, it.
0: How is it that it charges up, though? Because I know I think that it's it... just like
1: every time you defeat a boss, it gives you like a level of quickening that then you expend permanently when you use one.
0: No, there's a way to get it back because I know that you. The way it works is that you unlock various ones there.
1: There is a set number of them on, on the, board, the license board, and then and once you... one person takes it on their license board, that one is cut off on everyone's license board. Yeah, and then I know that during like the the
0: chaining thing, you can use any of the levels, and it takes mm-hmm. up one or more levels of their little bar. Mm-hmm. I forget how you get it back, though. I know that you can.
1: I don't even like see a bar as a thing. Like, they, like...
0: it's um. Oh, is it just does it
1: just take a chunk of like their magic or something? I don't I think, think so. I forget. I don't know. All I know is I gave bosh the the fire dude. Okay. I never really used the summons in those games cuz they're kind of boring. Well, I had to because he was the last one who wasn't disabled in my party. Oh, okay. So and you might as well summon a guy. Yeah. Um and be like, "Well, I would like to have a second party member." Um
0: rah. I thought it just kind of like I thought all your good dudes disappear and it's just the summon guy rampaging around. It is, but okay.
1: like he was able to do stuff where, like, you know, one of seven people were di- or was not disabled. Uh, so one of three. Three out plus one guest, and then you have three in reserve. So Can you switch them on the fly? Yes. Oh, weird. Everyone was disabled. Weird. <laughs> I had a I, rough time. I don't that think fight. I ever did that. It's I don't know, like that like that's the thing, like just the way my gambits are set up is like like everyone is like all right, if anybody's below, like, 30 or 50, use Cure. and In fact, use Cura so everyone gets a little bit. And then yeah. when you're not doing that, attack the party leader's target. And the party leader is just, I'm just going to attack. And then if I ever want to use a different magic, I just use that. Yeah. Um, And the game basically plays itself, which is cool. And I kind of... <sighs> Which is great because the thing you're
0: replacing is just you pressing attack that guy, attack that guy, attack that guy. Yeah, like just
1: repeatedly. Which is kind of weird. I kind of want to try Final Fantasy 13 again because like they sort of streamlined it, like streamlined this into that. Except, like, I just like the way that it doesn't break you out of like world traversing to go into a battle. Yeah, because that's like just how much time is wasted doing that, just going into a battle transition. Yeah, always. Um. Yeah, game's weird. Um, <laughs> I think I got a weird problem with pacing. Kind of like, apparently, I'm about I'm a little over halfway through the game now, which doesn't I don't know. Feel, granted, you know, I'm also like not really doing any side stuff, like unless I happen upon it. Um, you haven't gone to like the weird pseudo Tibetan monastery yet, have you? I might have. The, I remember that's a place. The tomb of uh, no Wraith king, no. no. Okay, then no, I haven't gotten... Th- no, I'm. I. Did that's you... where I saved. I'm on the mountain. Oh, okay. You're on the mountain. Yeah. Did you um, get
0: like the rune sword there from the tomb of the tomb of Wraithwall? I think it is. No. I like that. <laughs> I like that they present Wraithwall like it's somebody's name or something, mm-hmm. and then there is literally a possessed wall that you fight there. Yeah, which is That's really weird. Fucking great, except it is a dude's name. It was King Wraithwall. Um, it's also a callback to Final Fantasy IV.
1: Oh yeah, which
0: I enjoy. Yeah,
1: apparently there's a lot of callbacks in that game. That yeah, totally lost on me. Um, <laughs> Creek. For some reason, that game's reminded me a little of like Tenchu in yeah. the way the voice acting is, because it's like, <clears throat> like, in like properly done like Elizabethan accents or or something maybe, like that. Maybe. Who knows? But replace that with a bad Japanese accent and everything else is like similar. Like things are spoken a little too fast. The things that are said are kind of silly. Yeah. Um. And like everybody's like somewhere between like, it doesn't even have the problem of like everyone sounds so stunned all the time. Just like everyone is completely monotone all the time. Like it's kind of like, there's there's no spark,
0: not a lot of enthusiasm.
1: Yeah, like everyone is just kind of like, all right, what's like, I, like I. All right,
0: we got to look out for that manufactured nephacite now.
1: And it's not <laughs> even like notably bad, like the Titus Laugh <laughs> in Ten was. Like it's it's like it's just at least that was memorable. I can't tell you anything about this game. Like it even took me a while to realize that manufactured Nephysite was so wrong because like
0: <laughs> it didn't
1: even stick out as wrong. Everything was just like. <laughs> Like, the the graph of interesting, like, things in the story is, like, a flat line. And then it goes up at the Rabbit Girl Village, and I think it's a flat line again. Also, there was that one part where they took down a ship because they were like, let's take this magical artifact that we haven't seen in a couple hundred years and just hook that bitch up to the engine. And then it turned into a black hole. <laughs> yeah. But, like, with Vossler, like, like I kind of, like, he was in my, like, I kind of just met him since the intro when I had left off last time and then he was in my party for a couple of hours. Oh, is he a guest? Yeah. And oh, then I he that a guest that at all. and then he, um, he came to an end.
0: Larsa is the best guest cause he has all of the mega potions ever.
1: Yeah, he does. <laughs> Except I can't tell if he's just eating mine. No, he's not. Oh, that's good. Um, it's okay. Like I started just like selling full stacks of potions after just, because I left it right, playing after, by itself. Yeah. So 99 chain, everyone was dropping a decent thing. Yeah. Um,
0: Oh, that game has like chaining. The chaining's all right. And monster hunts. The monster hunts are pretty cool. Go fight a jumbo tomato. I did just go over go a Sansi. The ghost dad. The Sansi was pretty cool. Is, the that, is that the Yagid? Because uh, I remember there's like places the in that Urinyanza game. Sansi. I remember there's places in that game that like they can't fly airships over because they're like null magic or something.
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird. I like the, the idea. Yagid. That. Except that's why they're making manufactured Nephisite, because it's yeah. not affected by that. They are Skystones. I haven't, like, learned about Balthier's backstory yet. Or, like, what his deal is. I don't know what his deal is. Because, like... I imagine he has a deal. Like, if we get to the point where, like, we get to learn more about him, that'd be cool. Because, like, princess, whatever, she's being a princess. Uh, you know, Van, who gives yeah, any real. kind of a crap. Pinello. So, when Pinello came back into the party after my little grind spree, uh-huh. um, she had an empty license board... Like over 2,500 license points available <laughs> and I just left her. I'm considering at some point making her an unarmed brawler. because punching. There are special licenses for like, you're better when you don't have weapons. Oh yeah? Yeah. Cool. I think it's like one or two. And then there's some items that are better <sighs> at that. I really like less. that license board too. Yeah. No, like that game is like pretty good. The mechanics are a little solid. Like Like they're solid but they're like they are a bit too easy like doing the class system that would make that a really i think the class system would make it a good game mm-hmm. that being said i, mean, I don't want to play the challenging game i want to let the game play itself and then i'll just push people to the next story point
0: you're already kind of uh incentivized to put people down different <laughs> paths since like each path leads to one of those quickening things yeah. and those are like character specific so you want to have like okay this guy is going to go down like all of the you know all of the green magic or whatever to get to his quickening thing. Well,
1: it's not to get to his, it's just to get to that quickening. Yeah, yeah, But then I once he take it, it'll it, be It's his. claimed, yeah. so it's like there's um, less of
0: an incentive for somebody else to go down that same path because there's not something rad waiting for them at the end.
1: Except I took one quickening and then it wasn't very good, so yeah. I just gave everybody iron hammers and cure magics.
0: You get everyone in your party that has like one or two slots in it and you can chain it like, forever.
1: Oh. I mean, that would be cool, but I don't think it ever told me that, so. It's weird. And apparently I don't have to, so, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, that's good. Um, what have you been playing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: Come on, try to speedrun this. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do <laughs> it. Our clock stopped. It, it'll it go off.
0: Yeah, but I can't see it now. There's no pressure. Oh, the pressure. Oh, no. Um, I've been playing a couple things. Uh, I went back and played more Hotline Miami, uh, yesterday. Mm Um, oh boy. Um, I, I got to, I'm not sure how explicitly I want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I got to a part in the game where the cycle of wake up, Get a, like check your messages, go kill a building full of people changes. Really? Um, like, it happened kind of gradually. Like, at one point it was like, okay, wake up, check the messages, go kill a building full of people. Oh, shit, the cops are here. Get out. Whoa. Um, and then another time it was like, go into a, you know, check the messages, go into a building, kill all the people. Their phone is ringing. There's a message for you. Change of plans. We need you to go do something else. Um, And then, like have kind of a boss fight against this guy. Really? Who seems like, I, I don't know. It's weird. He seems important. Um, that sounds, I really want to play that game. Especially because I hear it's like kind
1: of, kind of short.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there was the part where a bad thing happened and then I had to escape from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and all all of the visuals and stuff around there because like, they've, they, like, it had been doing this thing where, like, things on the screen would just kind of, like, pulse in and out and shake. Yeah. Like, just kind of like, you got a new mask. Pulse shake, pulse shake, pulse shake. Um, when you're in the hospital trying to escape with a massive head wound, yeah. the world just does that Ooh. increasingly until you just get bombarded with white noise and then it clears up for a little bit. Oh, man. It's, like, really effective at doing whatever. Yeah. And then I came home and there weren't any messages... And so I went to the police station. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I haven't killed every cop in Miami yet, but... But I that might be where it's going. That's my next goal. Oh,
1: boy. Uh,
0: the soundtrack in that game just... super stays dope. ...stays so good. There's this one... Uh, one of the levels I did was in a club, and the music in that club was so good. And the one person you don't kill in the club is the DJ.
1: Yep. <laughs> And he never gives up his post. Nope. The DJ goes <laughs> oh, down with the club ship.
0: They do, like, they do a lot of weird stuff in the interstitials between your house and the missions. Yeah. You start seeing things. You start seeing people.
1: <laughs> people who are there or just?
0: One time <laughs> I went into the convenience store and there was somebody else behind the counter that's not the same guy who's behind the counter all the time because yeah. he was slumped over in the corner with his jaw ripped off. Ooh. And the guy behind the counter was like, hey, man, listen, don't worry about this. None of this is real. Trust me. Look, you see that guy over there? He's not even here. And then the guy's gone.
1: Whoa. <laughs> that's incredible. It's pretty good. <sighs>
0: Hotline Miami is a real good game. It makes me feel really shitty to play it. Yeah.
1: I really want to try that. Okay, so you want to talk about... I bought and played and finished Antichamber on the day it came out yesterday? Sure. Um, Do you remember what Antichamber was? Yeah, non-Euclidean
0: walking around in a world. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, what was it, Mondo...
1: Yeah, Mondo Mondo Mechanical,
0: Mondo Medical, whatever that was. Mondo Medical, I
1: believe. Um, Um, Another cactus joint. A game like that, yeah. Um, That's a game that'll make your head hurt. Yeah. Uh, Staircases, you turn around, hallways aren't there anymore. One point where it did some portal shit where I looked out one window and it was the view looking in from the window to my left or whatever. (laughs) Um, Doorways, which are impossible that kind of thing. Um, the kind of thing that I want to see more in video
0: games. Yeah. Because it's, you know, a space where you're not constrained, constrained by physical
1: space, so you can do that. Um, it, it was one of the classes I took that was talking about how Adventure for the Atari was, like, the first game to work with that idea. and There yeah. was, like, a map that was impossible to draw. Hmm. And you went through that. So it's not like it's a new concept. No, no. Um, 3D space, it's a little trickier to pull off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that game, pretty good. <laughs> game pretty good. It's, it's kind of weird because like, you know, they talk about how there's like no story to speak of in it. Like you, when this was, I remember seeing this game like. Is it kind of like cube or you're just in a weird place and you're trying to get through it? Yeah. See, cause I remember seeing this game maybe like four years ago when it was still, um, a Unreal Tournament Three mod, yeah. So I guess this was like before UDK came out as a separate ordeal, because this is one of those things that just gets
0: perennially that has been like perennially shown, just like at packs and they're just like, it'll
1: come eventually, right? Yeah, Um, because it used to just be called Hazard: The Journey of Life, and it sort of has that journey of life idea in it, because it, you know, you go around as like as you progress through puzzles. There's these little like signposts that have these like crude little drawings and then a bit of it where it's just like, you know, "Ah, sometimes the best way to get through a problem is just keep working at it. Which is weird because it seems like they're kind of like clues to the puzzle. Mm -hmm. That made me feel like I was going through it backwards because they would always be like a clue after you solve it. That would have been useful to the puzzle I just solved. (laughs) There's a lot of that game I feel like I sort of traversed the world backwards, Mm -hmm. but that's a really vague thing to say when there's non-Euclidean geometry. Yeah. Um... And then at the end, it takes this weird jaunt where it stops being non-Nuclean. Like, it doesn't really add any story, but it made me think of Mist. Okay. Actually. Because there was this sudden thing where it's like. Like, the thing that you do is you kind of make the world collapse around you, and then you find that you're in, like, this tiny room, and you can, like, step outside of it, and there's, like, these big, like like half domes floating in the air connected by walkways. And it like suddenly it's a world that begins to make sense. And that's just strange it, at the time. It, it looks like structure that people made. Yeah. And like you get there. And so it's like, okay, so I guess this was like some sort of sub dimension I was in, except <laughs> kind of not really by the nature of it or something. Um And I want to see more of that. Just that idea of like, you know, the, it's kind of like the cube movies mm-hmm. just like but but also there was this weird like certain like imagery that like in a in one sense this is technology that we're playing with that it mm-hmm. led to these impossible spaces and sub dimensions but at the same time there's this idea that like no like here's some obelisks and it stuff, seems magical so and unknowable it is possible this came from like you know this is, like, found technology that, like, it was left by some mystical source that we don't understand and we're just messing
0: with it. We everted the subconscious of a dead god, and this is what was inside.
1: That would be a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool hook. <laughs> All right, I'm pretty down with that. Um, the game was, like, really, like, block heavy. Yeah? Block puzzle heavy, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, some... Cause, like the it f- have exploding barrels? No. Oh. But, like, there was literally one section where, like, There's, like, one of the, like, pick up and placeable blocks that they put you in, like, a zone where you can't pick it up. But, like, basically, there's only one gun, though it's more of a tool, that lets you pick up and place blocks. Okay. But then they start, like, over the course of the game, you find upgrades to it. Mm -hmm. And every time, like, you just add on, like, more functionality. So, like, at this one point, one of the things that you learn to do is you can, like, drag blocks around. Okay. Um, Just, like, you know. Middle click on it while it's placed in the world and point it to where it wants to go. And it sort of path finds to that new point. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Um And so there's this one thing where, like, you have these two big crates inside of a zone where you can't pick up blocks. And you have to, like, push the crates around and then move this one little block that they give you to make, like, a stepping st- stone to get up the crates and walk around. Um so, like, the non-Euclidean thing kind of just makes everything confusing after a while. And mm-hmm. it the, there's one point at the end where, like, you're working your way through a series of numbered rooms. And it's kind of cool. Very cube-like. Yeah. But, like, the first time you go through them, like, you just sort of walk in. There's, like, a big thing in the middle with a number on it. And then you get sprayed a, in the face with acid. There's a door to the next, like, challenge. Mm-hmm. But then like if you fall out or get dropped in some other place in the labyrinth, like the next time you get there, like there's just holes in the walls leading to the next rooms. Huh. Okay. So like it helps with like shortcutting and it helps you with like getting it it's good That's at nice of them. Basically the non Euclidean thing is one, confusing. Two, allows for shortcuts to just get you between rooms oh, by yeah, yeah, basically yeah. treating them like the rooms are next to each other. And three, it's good at punishing you. Because then you can fall down to somewhere completely different entirely, and you mm. have to find your way back to the place. Um, I did not beat it before the timer ran out, and it just said like, eh, "Discover things on your own time." There's a timer. There's a timer when you start the game. It's just like you got like an hour and twenty five minutes left. Go! Wow. Um, okay.
0: Which I didn't. Re- <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize there was um, like this was a game with any sort of impetus. Yeah, I figured it was just like here's the thing, get through the thing.
1: No, that's the thing like there's impetus and then when it runs out it's like, "Eh, no big deal." Okay. Which is I wonder
0: <laughs> if there's a true ending for getting through with, you know, before the timer ends though. Yeah, I
1: need to find that out. I also did not complete every puzzle by the time I ended the game? Does this game cost money? Yes. Otherwise, I'd be talking about this as a freeware game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was I got it on 15 bucks. All right. On Steam it's 20 normally, but it was like a day or two after it came out. I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's still in play um I I don't like <sighs> it it makes more sense to me if this were like a 10 dollar game like even though it's been in development for a long time by like one dude but like just for like the the length it is and you know the fact that The majority of the puzzles don't even really use the hook of the game if the hook is non-Euclidean. And then the puzzles are all about, like, how do I manipulate blocks in this one room that Mm -hmm. I don't leave? Um, Which is actually kind of interesting because, like, it does, like, it does, the the, the answers to the the puzzles are generally, like, you have a certain set of tools available to you. Mm -hmm. And you just need to figure out new ways of using them. And sometimes I can't tell if I figured out the answer or if I figured out how to break it. Um, I don't know if that's in his favor or not, but consider that the command to leave a loop is break. Yeah. And then at the end, like, it just has like an interesting piece of narrative that if this, I want this guy to have money so that that way people will tell him to make another one of these. And he could expand upon this. I want to like, even if it's something different, I want something similar Mm. because it's just kind of like, you know. You spent this time in this infinite space, and now you realize, hey, there's like a totally different space that this was inside of somehow. And playing with like unfa. Like, I would like to see him make a new miss game. Like, give me like, a, mm. like a, a normalish overworld, and then I can go into like many multiple strange sub realities that are impossible. Help, I tripped into this, impo- this impossible book. Yeah. Blech. What was it? The next. Words. Sort of in the same vein, the next thing I'm looking forward to was the new game by Braid Guy. The Witness.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Where
1: it's basically going... To, I think it's going to be the same kind of thing. Like, sort of, like, simple, like, block puzzle or, like, line puzzles on this big overworld island. And all of the answers are, like, very near to the question. Mm. Um, which sounds really dope. Word. Yeah. Um,
0: something I just... Be like, re-became aware of and interested today uh, is an upcoming Vita game. I think it's already been released in Japan, uh, Mm -hmm. which is Soul Sacrifice, which is a... I've heard it referred to as a boss hunt game, which seems like we're just getting
1: to a point where, like... We're trying to make Monster Hunter a generic Monster Hunter term?
0: Well, I mean, you've got, like, Monster Hunter, and then God Eater, and then... Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus a bit. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, it's the same sort of thing as a character action game. It's like, is this really that meaningful a distinction? It's like eh, MOBA. Probably.
1: It's like, well, there's enough people have ripped off this one game that it didn't yeah, come yeah. onto a genre. Um, it is like a Cowboy Bebop. But this is, uh,
0: it's the first project of Concept, mm-hmm. which is the company... I forget it was founded by Inafune after he left Capcom, but headed by Inafune. Sure. Now that he's left Capcom, yeah. Um, some people have speculated because he wanted to do weird shit with Monster Hunter that he's now doing with this game instead. That sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah,
1: no, it seems like it has like a lot of abilities and stuff in it.
0: Yeah, it's sort of a Monster Hunter esque game where you play as like a sorcerer. Yeah, and so rather than having like a specific weapon, you have a loadout of spells. You get six of them in like sheeps of three. Mm-hmm. So you have three active at a time. Um, and then you also have like, instead of like armor, you have these crests that you equip that, you know, just have sort of passive effects like, oh, uh, 20% more health, okay. uh, 15% yeah, yeah. better status effects with poison. Uh, but then those play into this system the, the, the game has this theme of sacrifice associated with it that comes around in a number of ways. Uh, like, when you defeat an enemy, like, I think there's, like, some kind of narrative hook like all the monsters in the game were once human or Ooh, something. Okay, And so when you defeat an enemy, like, their human body is left behind and you can either save it or sacrifice it, Okay, which pushes, like, a character tendency in one of two directions. Um, like, if you save them, it pushes you towards blue, which gives you more defense and activates, you know, you might have seals that activate once you hit a certain rank of blue. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, it gives you like plus 20 defense. And then when you hit blue level two, it gives you this another bonus. Another bonus? Yeah. Um, Or you can sacrifice them to push towards red. And then it gives you like activates more offensive skills and stuff. Um, But you can also do this with your allies and your own body. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so when one of your allies falls in battle, you can either revive them or sacrifice their body for, like, a huge attack. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually watching a, uh, like, a guide to getting the highest rank on some of the single-player missions, and part of it involved, like, you get a big score boost for allowing yourself to be sacrificed, but still winning the mission. Uh-huh. So a lot of it came down to, like, killing everything on the map and then sacrificing yourself to kill the last guy. Okay. Because of reasons, I guess. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, like, you have this system where, like, downed enemies become this resource that you can use, like, in one of two ways. But then it's also, like, up to four-player co-op, like Monster Hunter. Ooh. So you're also balancing, like, you know, who in our party can use this resource the best. Yeah. It seems interesting. That I don't have a Vita and I have no plans on buying one
1: anytime soon, so
0: I'll sadly be giving it a pass, but it seems like a really interesting game.
1: Well, what about that um what's the one that was on Kotowari's blog? God Eater no, the, like, Party Troopers EX or something? Oh, right! The one that is That's... technically in the Lost Planet Yeah, continuity? Yeah. Because that looks really cool. Um, yeah, it does. I like Lost Planet and PSO and stuff. This one's, like, super animated out yeah. Lost
0: Planet with, like, neon colors, and yeah. I guess it is another Boss Hunt-style game. Yeah. Which is now a thing, I suppose.
1: Bo- I'm done with Boss Hunt. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you don't need a lot of enemies. You just need a couple of really interesting big ones.
0: One thing that, like, it doesn't seem to have any, like, tracking your target yeah. from what I've seen. But from what I've seen, I think is mostly demo footage, so who knows. Right. So it's kind of just been, like, here's the arena, here's the boss go, which I'm less fond of. Mm-hmm. But I can see, like, the whole tracking thing very, being very specific to Monster Hunter. And I'm willing to see other games, like, do different things, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, it, well, because
1: cause it seems like they're doing a lot, like, if they're working a lot more on, like, the abilities. And, yeah, like, yeah. You, if, giving you a if, wider
0: if, range of tactical choices. Yeah. Giving like, you more depth there.
1: Like, almost like, I want to say, like, you know, that's why I would still love to see sort of, like, a, like a, a character action Pokemon. Yeah. Because, you know, if you only get, like, four attacks with each Pokemon, but then you have a team of, like, 12, and, like, you know, certain restrictions under when, or a team of six, but then certain restrictions under when you can use each of them, like that you can create some interesting work with it. Like, that's why I – f- I feel like that's why um. when you realize that in Pokemon Conquest, like, each trainer gets one Pokemon, and that Pokemon has one, like, action ability. Yeah. But then you realize, like, well, but I can put, like, you know, 20 of them on a stage at a time. Then you start to see, like, okay, this could still be kind of interesting. Yeah. Holy crap, Fire Emblem is re- unlocking tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh,
0: side note, we should check out God Eater sometime. I have. Oh, you do? Yeah, burst or normal type?
1: Burst, I think. Okay. We should check out God Eater sometime. We should check out God Eater sometime. We should check out. We should check some stuff out. Okay. You want to just like hang out and check stuff out until Fire Emblem comes out? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, guys, um, by the time you get this podcast, Fire Emblem Awakening will have dropped. Um. Oh, geez, the timer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh uh, oh uh, guys Fire Emblem is out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the timer's going so um ah. okay. We're both really hyped for this game. Yeah. I don't know like if it'll have net play or whatever. I know it has a bunch of street pass options that look really interesting, but it
1: does have any if it does have any sort of net play, we should like play Fire Emblem sometime. Even if it has street pass. Yo, Genericons coming up like starting next month. Oh fuck. The only other thing <laughs> Talk about that later after off mic. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, This has been the Leako Studios podcast. You can go to leakostudios.net and check out webcomics and other podcasts and stuff like that. You can find us on com. You can find us on twitter.com slash leako. You can find us on facebook.com slash leako. You can also send us an email podcast at leakostudios.net. You can find us in the iTunes store and June's marketplace and leave us a review and a rating. That would be really cool. Please, thank you. Okay, first of all, looking at the fucking the wave from that is
0: fascinating. And second of all, you sound like one of those hand crank sirens that just kind of keeps going after you let it go, but just slowly drops in pitch and then it goes
1: away. Yeah but did I miss anything?
0: No, I don't think you did. Fantastic. Uh did you mention iTunes? I did. Okay.
1: Okay.